Thursday here on INE Live. I'm your host, Katherine Brown, and we are talking about the cloud today. Specifically, we're giving you an introduction into a concept that we've introduced called Mount Cloud. It's a pretty cool concept. We're going to give you some details and all the uh, the ins and outs of what went into this and what you're going to get out of it coming up in just a few minutes. We, you know, we've spent a lot of time focusing on cloud so far in 2022, how it's becoming really heavily relied upon, more so even uh, by businesses, and increasingly a critical skill that IT professionals across various verticals really need to know. So last month, if you've been following INE, you know that we announced INE acquired cloudskills.io, bringing in a ton of cloud labs and content. And then in the past few months, we've really spent a lot of time um, redesigning the entire cloud structure here at INE. So we're going to dive deep into that today. We'll let you in on some secrets. Uh, and, you know, we've teased a lot over the last few weeks. Today, we are ready to spill the tea on, uh, on all the details. So as always, we're answering your questions as well. First, a bit of housekeeping as we do each time we stream here on INE Live. I want to let you know we are streaming live right now across social media platforms, including LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using so that you can get notifications when we do go live and stay in the loop. We, of course, want you to get involved. Talk to us. Talk to others. We love to see that chat coming in. I already see some questions coming in from Larry, from a few others there on chat. So keep them coming. Bring your good questions and your comments. Um, if you have a uh, if you have a comment, go ahead. Feel free to drop it in. We have a team monitoring chat. If you have a question, do us a favor. Put a Q at the beginning so it makes us easy. It makes it easier for us to find those questions as we're going through uh, the comments on chat. We will get to as many as we can today. And with that, I want to bring in our guest of honor today. It's Mike Pfeiffer, director of cloud content here at INE, a very familiar face on INE Live and founder of CloudSkills.io. Mike, thanks for being here with us today. Thanks, Catherine. Good to be back. Awesome. Also, have Scott Peterbaum with us today, Chief Marketing Officer here at INE, and uh, another familiar face, certainly no stranger to uh, to INE Live. Scott, uh, happy to have you here. Thank you. Hey everyone, so glad to be here to talk about Mount Cloud. All right, so Mount Cloud. This is um, a term that we've introduced over the past few weeks. Um, if you follow INE on social, get our emails. Um, you've, you've probably been introduced to this concept, but from a high level, Scott, um, I'd like to start with you and just kind of, if you could just explain the concept of Mount Cloud, what it is, what, what can people get out of it and why was it important to create this type of concept? Yeah. So I, uh, I worked in digital transformation orgs along with marketing for years. And what I found during my time running digital transformation, at a couple of different companies is that the cloud has meant different things to different people. It's also, it's also, you know, it's concept that not everyone within an organization understands. So, you know, cloud engineers have one version of what cloud is. Executives have another version of what cloud is and what it should be. And I kept on thinking to myself as we were talking with Mike and bringing cloud skills in, how do we start talking about this so that people at every level of the cloud, whether they're paying for it, investing in it, trying to be able to be an administrator within the cloud platforms or ultimately you know trying to achieve the pinnacle of becoming a cloud architect or a multi-cloud architect is actually able to understand have the same language 
And as we've been discussing this amongst ourselves and Ianita, this concept of cloud functioning as a mountain really started resonating with almost everyone internally and a lot of the people we were having external conversations with as well. Yeah, so um, this concept is broken down into various, into like a, a few different steps, right? And it starts with driving around the mountain. Um, again, Scott, I just want to have you kind of dig deep into this concept you're 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 driving around the mountain, right? You're taking a look at it. This yeah. is basically from a novice perspective. And then I'm going to pass it over to you, Mike, for some insight into the content that goes along with this particular step. So Scott, that's uh, a good, yeah. let us in on the content. That's exactly right. This is for people who really they've they've heard of cloud, they understand the cloud has value to an organization, but they're not really even certain how to get under the hood, so to speak. So this is for people to understand how data storage works, backups, how to do data analysis, how that works, and the types of people that you would want on a team if you're building out a cloud. So this isn't really designed when you're driving around the mountain, this baseline content that we'd be providing. Uh, in blogs and content on the my INE platform and some really basic labs. It's not designed for you know the IT professional or even the IT executive. It's designed for allowing an entire organization to be able to come together on what is necessary to run a cloud team. So Mike, what 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 is the the context that goes along with this, the content that people can you know dig dig their heels into? Yeah. And, you know, I'm really excited about this as well, because like Scott said, I've seen, you know, a lot of different organizations trying to tackle cloud and, and get in there and totally agree. You know, it is a climb to that summit. Um, so what we've done so far, you know, we brought a lot of content over and we've talked about that and we can get back into that, you know, but the ICCA that we just released, the INE Certified Cloud Associate is definitely, in my view, one of the ways where you start that journey, right? You're at the bottom of the mountain. And, uh, you know, anybody in the IT business can get something out of the content we have in the ICCA and, and the certification, right? So it's not just for engineers, it's going to serve engineers, but it's also going to serve everybody else in the IT organization to understand, all right, uh, kind of like Scott said, you know, we've got storage that we need to do in a different way. We've got compute resources that we've been doing on, you know, physical servers or virtual machines for a long time. We're trying to figure out how to do that in the cloud now. Um, maybe we're trying to figure out how to optimize those those apps, uh, those applications and transform them from the old way into the new way, you know, containerizing them and doing serverless. So, you know, it is a lot. And I know when I first started teaching cloud, one of the things I did was I started at the very top, at the advanced layer, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there's only so many people that can start at the top right now. And so I think, you know, this approach of taking everybody in the organization on a journey is definitely definitely something we need to do. So let's speak and to those I, and people. I think it's, who, oh, go ahead, Scott. I was just going to say, I think you know what I love about the about the ICCA and the structure of how we're building this cloud content is the fact that you know cloud cloud's not easy. I think you know Mike alluded to this. It's really you know the 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 thing that got me the most anxious when I was first transitioning a couple of my other companies into the cloud was just getting called into the uh, CFO's office asking about the bills. Why are these so expensive? When do I, do, should I expect these to continue increasing? And just learning the basics of how to store data correctly, how to use serverless so that you don't have boxes running all the time, running uh, simple commands or simple pipelines. All of that is really critical to ensuring that you're not only is your cloud investment smart and running correctly, but also saving money. And that's why starting at the basics and allowing everyone in the organization to understand the, the concepts that make cloud work to me is really critical for any enterprise that's trying to either make this move or trying to invest further. 
And we've talked a lot um, on, on, you know, just among ourselves, among people on the INE team and, and, and on streams here on INE Live about just the incredible crossover that there is now between technologies in various verticals, right, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's very easy to start at the bottom, you know, just looking at cloud engineering and then get um, pulled into something way more advanced. And uh, that's the thing that I like about what we're doing, you know, because we're bringing people in. And to me, the cloud is very much like a blank canvas. And so as an organization, you can find new ways to do stuff that you might surprise yourself as a company. I know that individuals do that all the time. So, you know, the content that we've got right now on, on the INE platform basically maps to things that you would expect, like job roles, you know, DevOps engineer, architect. Um, but like I said before, that's kind of like jumping into the deep end of the pool, which we want to have that type of content for everybody. Um, but there's also that that climb to the top, starting out as an engineer. And um, that could really go in a lot of different directions at this point. I could take you into developer, uh, I could take you into an architect. And uh, so anyways, you know, we're really building out those paths in these certifications. The next one we're working on is a cloud engineer, multi-cloud engineer, because let's face it, everybody's talking about the fact that, hey, sometimes when you're architecting a solution, it makes sense to use a database service over here from AWS while we're doing other stuff in Azure or vice versa, right? Or even Google. So those conversations are happening. I've been on calls with customers recently where those conversations are happening. And, um, you know, right now in the industry, there's not really a clear path on how do I use multiple clouds at the same time. So to me, it's an exciting time to be doing this stuff because we're, re we're really, you know, painting the path that everybody needs. And I love that phrase you use and, and the picture it paints, um, just a blank canvas, um, because there is so much opportunity. I want to get to an audience question because this is on topic. I think it's a really important um, point to make here. This is from Larry Esparza watching right now. Larry, thank you for the question. Um, Larry asks, are the new cloud engineer trainings or certifications supposed to get you ready to work? Yeah, so the thing I'm excited about what we're working on, our labs and kind of the project focus that goes to the labs is really the real world hands-on work that you're doing. Um, and I spent a lot of years, you know, standing in the front of a room lecturing and going through slides. And <laughs> there's only so much of that you can do until people start falling asleep, right? So this is exciting for us because we have the theory. We've got the, you know, everything that everybody else is trying to do. We got guidance for certs and stuff like that. But what's exciting to me is being able to cut people loose into a lab environment that mimics a real world scenario, especially when we're doing multiple clouds. As we build up to the top of the mountain, you know, imagine being able to tell those stories of how you really did those projects, you know, hands on. You're working on the same platforms everybody else is. So, so one, cool. one more I mean, question is where... One more question as we're kind of focus on this driving around the mountain. For those who are at this level or, or who are, you know, on this path right now, what are some of the opportunities that they can look for? Say they want to stay in cloud, right? What are some of the opportunities that this kind of path can set you up for? Well, Scott mentioned a really interesting one in my view, which is the financial side. I think that we're going to see, you know, a FinOps movement of people optimizing for cost, which we haven't really seen a whole lot yet. So I think that'll be really interesting. But beyond that, just the engineering stuff, you know, cloud engineer is kind of a, a wide net that you're seeing being cast out of the job market. Um, there's a lot of job openings out there for that because a lot of organizations, to Scott's earlier point, you know, they're starting out with cloud and they don't really know what's possible yet completely. So you know, they might call a cloud engineer 
something that another organization might call a DevOps engineer, right? So being able to go through these projects and understand, you know, hey, this is a developer's role, you know, writing code and building apps that leverage these services um, in a DevOps engineer's role, doing the projects to get that code deployed, make sure that you know, the quality is good and then deployments are successful, things like that. Um, the top of the mountain architecture, right? Very hard to do. Those are all lanes that, you know, these certifications that we're working on to lead up to, but anybody climbing the mountain will, you know, have those same opportunities. So to me, the big ones are engineering, just in general, um, developer, and then you've got DevOps, architect, and then there's all kinds of specialties as well. You know, networking specialty, security specialty. So, you know, the list goes on and we're building content that's going to serve all of those paths. And the one other thing I would so, say so I is don't forget, oh, and just because of my passion and background, don't forget data scientists, right? I mean, I think there are That's tons true. of data yeah. scientists who are used to coding locally or answering questions. But if you are do building smart apps or decision-making apps and they need to interact with other, uh, other development items in the cloud, data scientists need to know how to get that data out of the cloud uh do run algorithms clean it whatever that whatever operations might need to happen and they need to be able to push it back into the systems of record in a lot of cases and that and and that runs the gambit on all of these cloud platforms glue to data factory to the serverless functions that exist to even having a ec2 or other uh, analytics boxes built there's so many data science options in the cloud and uh i, I think that it is the number one skill that a data scientist in 2022 needs. And I think it's also the number one skill that most data scientists in 2022 lack or don't think they know more than they actually know. And I, and I love what we're doing again on the INE side because these basics are what allow them to make good decisions about storage, transfer, and ultimately analytics, which can all be very expensive processes in the cloud if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's a great point because in working with a lot of application developers over the last several years, but it was the same thing. You know, it's very difficult to understand the infrastructure concerns of running these apps. So awesome. This is going to be awesome to be able to serve the entire industry on how to do that. So I'm super pumped about that. Scott is our resident data scientist champion, always uh, always pumping that up. So thank you. Yes, thank you for uh, for bringing that up, Scott, and mentioning that. Um, as we're here at the base, I want to just kind of take us back on this on this journey. So Mount Cloud concept, right? We've been driving around the mountain. The next step is starting the hike, right? And this this piece of this concept is maybe for those who don't directly engage with cloud, but work around cl cloud content and cloud professionals, right? Like a like a novice level introduction to the base of the mountain with uh, with Scott, what we call souvenirs that you can take with you up the hike. Can you explain this concept a little bit more? Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great that's a great question. Uh, starting the hike is basically understanding all of the basics that go into the different cloud architecture that exists out there. So when we go into it, I'll let Mike really dive in. You're going to learn about how all three of the uh, major platforms, AWS, Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud Platform, how they work independently and how they might work in an interoperative environment at the base level. We're going to go and talk to you about the difference between public cloud and private cloud and how that works and where the onus on private cloud might be that you have to maintain the products and your servers. Public cloud, you've got those, ma those maintenance pieces and multiple redundancies built in. And then the different concepts around software as a service, platform as a service, infrastructure as a service, so, you know, and then putting it all together. So the main idea is that when you finish 
the process of beginning this hike, you know what the products are, you know the different ways of interacting with the products, you know the pros and cons, and you're able to start making either business decisions about which product to use or how, uh, or, you know, being able to figure out which product makes the most sense for you to focus on more. Because, you know, I, I mean, we have tons of training on Azure, we have tons of training on, on AWS. And as that library increases, this is going to be what helps you when you're first starting or you're an enterprise and you want to train some junior level employees, uh, allows them to know what to choose next, what makes sense for them and their organization and their training and their training journey. Yeah, I'm going to pass it over to Mike now just to dive in really to, to the specifics on that content because there is so much there and, and plenty of room for opportunity as we as we continue going. True. Yeah. So to me, kind of I'll share a little bit of my own background because I went through this as well. So when I first got into um, looking at cloud as a career opportunity, it was a longer, it was longer ago, right? It was like 2012 or 2013. But um, I first did everything we're talking about, right? I got a lay of the land. I looked and saw that AWS at that time was really moving further than what Microsoft was doing. And I started to think about, well, how could I, what would my role be in here? Now that I understand like, what the concept is and how this works from a basic level, um, like how's my my past going to roll into this or how's my current experience going to uh, kind of dictate or influence what I'm going to do next? So anyways, I had a lot of background in automation and um, you know doing a lot of scripting and things like that. So... I focused my efforts, you know, like on infrastructure code, which is a thing in the cloud world that a lot of people are doing and working on. And uh, so it was kind of just like that. And I think there's that individual's journey of once I know the, the basics, where's my interest and where am I really going to be able to apply my strengths? And I think the organization goes through that as well, you know? And um, so like I, to my previous comment, sometimes you surprise yourself once you get past the basics. Um, but yeah, that, <clears throat> to me is really cool opportunity because so many people will get past that first base layer of the mountain and then, you know, they'll have a, uh, an intuition or an idea to try something out. And then next thing you know, now maybe we're doing all of our apps as serverless. Uh, you know, we're not doing things the way we used to. Um, so yeah, I think that it's an opportunity to find out what works best for you, what works best for the organization. And, you know, like what Scott said, there is private cloud, there's public cloud, there's all these different options, but usually the the way that it goes, right, is you get good with one cloud platform, you know it really well. We kind of call that an anchor cloud uh, in the industry. So, you know, when I first started, AWS was my core strength, but learning Azure was easy because uh, I knew pretty, you know, AWS really well. And these platforms are very similar. So kind of like that's what starts to happen when you pass that base level of knowledge and then you can kind of go down these roads we're talking about of, hey, do I want to be more of a developer as an individual, an architect, a DevOps engineer? And then as an organization, you know, what technologies really make sense for us to solve our problems? Are containers and Kubernetes really something we should do? Um, you know, those kinds of things start to emerge. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to build is all of those things to enable all those scenarios. So can you get specific, Mike, about the content that goes along with this this kind of broader concept and this, um, you know, these goals and the things that we talk about that are very important to learn. Can you can you get specific about the content and how that aligns with those goals and that roadmap? Sure. So one of the ones that, um, like, let me start backwards from the top of the mountain. We have a certification path on the platform right now that is Azure DevOps, and it's the, uh, you know, it's it's aligned with a Microsoft certification, but it's full of content and other things that you know we're adding to it that 
is very uh, very applicable in the industry in terms of doing labs and running through projects. So that one is probably the most advanced one off the top of my head I can think of as a good example because it takes you through learning infrastructure as code using things like Terraform, uh, using in that certification path Microsoft's technologies, which would be like ARM templates and what they call BICEP, which is infrastructure as code uh, tooling and solutions. We take people through understanding CICD, which every team in the world is trying to use to release updates and not just software. Um, I mean, I was a pattern from the software industry, of course, but people are now using that pattern for all kinds of things. So also for deploying infrastructure. And when that, you know, when you get into CICD, you also get into things like working with GitHub. So we've got bunch of content on GitHub. And by the way, we actually have an awesome bootcamp that's going right now <laughs> as I talk about this uh, from yesterday, today, and tomorrow on GitHub, which, you know, every company, every single engineering team, anybody doing cloud, you know, the expectation going forward is going to be, uh, we need to understand how that works, right? So we're teaching that kind of stuff. Um, and it could start to get a little intimidating, right? Because it's developer centric. But Climbing the mountain is all about breaking down <laughs> some of those advanced concepts. And I think once you get into it, you realize it's really not as intimidating as it was before. Um, so beyond that, you know, yeah. CIC and infrastructure code, um, we get into monitoring and quality and things like that. But I want to stop there, make sure that any, because I thought I heard somebody might want to jump in there. And is there a question? I was just going to say, I think the GitHub content is is awesome. I've been uh, I've been peeking in uh, throughout the last couple of days. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's great because again, I'm thinking about it with teams that are just jumping into the cloud uh, and, you know, using GitHub or uh, and, and Azure and a lot of other Microsoft products, they really ask you to try to use Microsoft DevOps. This is a this is a new strength for a lot of people, uh, especially those who are used to developing on uh, on premises architecture. So, you know, I think a lot of us take it for granted. Oh, people can just learn how to use GitHub or learn pull and merge requests properly. But really, the the basics and the foundation of utilizing these products uh, correctly is super critical uh, in any digital transformation environment. Which is why I'm so excited about the fact that we are we've layered that that base camp um, and we're building content for that base camp so uh, so aggressively, so that people who are moving up the mountain have the basics really properly uh, properly trained into them, so that they're not making basic mistakes as they're moving into those engineering and architect roles. Yeah, I really agree with that. <clears throat> and one of the things that uh, I'm excited about on that is that's usually one of the things that kind of gets swept under the rug, right? It's like, uh, yeah, the GitHub thing is important, but we're talking about Azure. So you got to figure that on your own. <laughs> um, that happens all the time, right? Or even in the AWS conversation, or even Google. And um, so in addition to everything else that we're doing, we, you know, we're closing the gap in those kind of ways. We're talking and training, we're talking about and training to stuff that may not get any attention, which is, you know, is very important. So uh, GitHub and collaborating on code and projects and even just having your own GitHub presence as an individual so you can showcase the projects that you're working on and learning a little bit about like writing markdowns so you know how to do documentation. It's huge. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's something that we're doing internally, like on my team and, and across teams on in I&E, you know, just to collaborate on stuff. It's super critical. Uh, but those are the kind of things, Catherine, kind of working from the, the top of the mountain backwards more advanced stuff that we've already got content for, but we need to help everybody get to that that top of the mountain. So it's quite a hike. Yeah, it is. And and I, I want to kind of advance us a little bit. Um, you know, we've we've driven around the mountain, we've started the hike. Um, the next step is really getting into the hike, right? Hiking Mount Cloud. Uh, this is for 
intermediate to experienced professionals, you know, and you understand at that level that you don't do it all in one go. There's some give and take there, right, Scott? Yeah, this is really, I mean, to me, this is really where uh, the people who are walking down this path are starting to climb. They're starting to figure out what areas might I want to specialize on. Maybe, I'm, you know, for, for the enterprise teams out there, for the individuals who are really racking their brains, what type of cloud solution do I want to use to solve this problem? Because I think the one thing that we know about cloud, um, and all of us can agree on, is that there's 12 different ways to do the same thing. So what we at INE want to be able to do is ensure that you understand what the next steps would be, that we have the training that allows you to make decisions as to which product or which, uh, which approach you want to take, and that you're able to learn it at the expert level that's necessary to implement it properly. So when we're talking about making this climb up Mount Cloud, it's all about how do I implement this? Um, and our goal here at INE is to build a library of training with hands-on labs, it's always going to be what you see from us coming, st stepping forward now uh, in the cloud world that allow you to learn these intermediate concepts around implementation across a host of uh, a host of cloud concepts, um, whether it's application programming, serverless, data pipelines. We want to make sure that you are able to figure out the solution that is necessary for your project and that you are able to take the learnings and do it in the cloud platform of your choice. Yeah, Mike, I wanted to ask you, if you were mentioning kind of picking an anchor cloud, right? So is this the point at which people need to pick an anchor cloud? Or is that something that they do when they're sort of driving, starting the hike, exploring? Or do they have the freedom to wait until they really get into the hike to figure out which anchor cloud they want to go to? Yeah, I love that question. And I think... I think that you know you'll start to formulate your idea when you're at the bottom of the mountain, and then once you really get into the hike, is when I think you probably double down and, and have an anchor because it really takes like getting your hands on it. To Scott's point, um, I'm a huge like sci-fi geek, so I love the the first Matrix movie. There's that scene where Morpheus tells Neo, "There's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path." And to me, what we're building is that walking the path because. There's a difference in just watching somebody do something in a video and you doing it yourself. Huge difference. And especially when you're going through scenarios that happen in the real world, but you don't normally see that in the video, walking the path, like putting that into practice yourself, all kinds of lights start coming on, you know, and it really does make a massive difference. And I spent so much time teaching and doing videos and working in environments where there wasn't enough hands on. And I would have people come up to me afterwards and say, dude, I still don't know what I'm doing. Even people get certified and be like, I still don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, the hands-on piece is massively important. That's how you're walking the path. And that's, you know, once you start doing that, that's when you might say, hey, Azure is for me because where I work, Azure is what the company's using. So I know if I, you know, walk that path a little bit, that might get me into that game in my company. So, <clears throat> you know, the anchor, I think, is really dependent on your circumstances of what your goals are, where you work you know, what access you have to those kind of opportunities. But yeah, like starting to walk and get going. And then I think, I think that that's when you'll start to have the feeling of, all right, getting really good with Azure. This is my anchor cloud. Awesome. Um, one of the reasons, and I was just thinking of this, one of the reasons that we refer to this as Mount Cloud is because um, it's not easy, right? It's, it, we, we didn't call it like Ant Hill Cloud, you know, this, this is a, it's, it's an intense undertaking. 
um, to become an expert in these fields. Um, I'd love for both of you to weigh in just with, you know, what do you say to people who get started and then just feel like they have to pull back or feel like, you know, they fail here, they hit, they hit a wall. Um, how do you keep going through that? Yeah, I'll jump in first there. Um, sure. Um, I'll just say that this is a continuous learning process from here on out, if you're going to be in cloud. Um, and I think that in technology in general, but cloud is massive. You know, if you were just going to focus on building applications only, that's something, right? That's a lot of work. But then to get those applications and understand the architecture and the performance considerations, the cost, um, how to deploy and, and how to get everybody on the team collaborating, it's just a lot, right? So, you know, I think that getting open to the idea that you'll never figure out every single answer <laughs> is what you need to do and be open to, hey, this is a continuous learning process forever. And, and don't worry about that. I mean, these things are, these cloud platforms, if you look at the services that are on them, you know, it's, it's mind boggling how much there is. So I would say just forget about, you know, knowing every single answer and just get good at whatever area of cloud you're focused on right now which, you know, if you want to be a DevOps engineer, because that's where everybody's making a lot of money, that's what I would focus on right now, you know, but um, it, it's all about getting in the game, getting started, getting your hands on there and uh, being open to just continuous learning. And you're, and you're right, Catherine, it is not easy, but it's massively rewarding because, you know, the things that we're building on these platforms are changing the world, literally. Yeah, it sounds like that um, almost insatiable thirst for learning is, uh, is a huge asset in in any industry but but particularly in this industry uh scott 100 so I, I think i would say there's two things that i would advise people to do one continue learning understand that uh you know companies like INE are really focused on ensuring that you have the resources necessary to be able to tackle the challenges that you might be facing in cloud uh and you know one of the th reasons why i'm here is because i'm so passionate about the fact that uh cloud is difficult to learn it is uh the, as mike said there's so many so many different technologies within the cloud ecosystem uh there are so many different ways of being able to tackle the same problem that being able to have a partner like us in your in your learning journey in your project journey if you're at the on the enterprise side i think is really important to being able to ensure that those projects and those learnings are, are done well but I think the second piece that I think is really, you know, really understated is the need for collaboration. Cloud is a cloud is an area where there are tons of different people touching, uh, touching, the, touching your platform, touching how data is piped, touching how the operations of the cloud work. And I think, you know, creating an organization that is collaborative, that, that where people know how to work together, where you know how to ask questions, you're not feeling like you have to be the expert on everything, uh, is really critical to success. To having strong cloud security and ensuring that your cloud applications are working to the best of their ability so that you're constantly servicing your uh, your team, your teams and your customers and that you have the, uh, the uptime and the metrics that you're looking for. So as we, as we continue following this metaphor, you are hiking Mount Cloud. You're at this point intermediate, potentially experienced. How do you reach the summit and what, what, what is the summit, uh, Scott, as, as we, you know, as it relates to this concept of Mount Cloud. Yeah, I, to me, this is this is when you hit that architect level. You understand the cloud concepts well enough to be able to 
build out a cloud project plan, to be able to build it from the ground up, to be able to optimize an existing cloud architecture so that it's either more efficient, it's cheaper, safer, whatever the goal might be. Um, and that you're able to work uh, cross department and cross team to be able to execute that, that vision. Um, and this is, uh, this is somebody who has a deep knowledge of each of these platforms. And quite frankly, with where we know the industry is going with multi-cloud and hybrid cloud, these are people that know lots of platforms really well to be able to work across teams, get the architecture uh, built right, and know how to delegate the correct responsibilities to the correct teams within the organization. So for me, it is somebody who is able to really understand and manage a large scale cloud or multi-cloud project for an enterprise. And just to draw a distinction between the metaphor, you know, um, to, to the point that both of you were making earlier, reaching the summit does not it does not mean you stop learning, right? It doesn't mean that you stop training. It doesn't mean, oh, you're done. You're here. You've reached the pinnacle. Um, it, it just means that you're at a certain level where you can learn broader technologies. Is that is that fair to say? Is that accurate, Scott? I would I would say it's accurate. I I'm looking forward to hearing how Mike would uh, would would characterize it. But you know, I think reaching the summit means that you are concentrating on learning all of the new functionality in a, in a pace that makes sense. Like you have these platforms change on a regular basis. You don't necessarily need to know the nitty gritty of how a configuration file needs to be loaded or what, you know, how exactly to do a certain type of data pipeline, but you have to understand the changes in the version version updates to various products within the cloud infrastructure that you're utilizing so that you're able to work with your uh, with your experts to ensure that, again, you have the most optimal setup moving forward. Yeah, I agree with Scott. You know, <clears throat> everything that Scott said is spot on. I, the things that I would add to that would be, you know, the summit is a little bit of a mirage in a way because when you get to the top, like things change and you learn something new. But it, the fact is anybody that is at the summit of cloud is just like Scott said, somebody that's very seasoned in what they have done. And ultimately to me, they don't need a script, right? And um, that's one of the things that bothers me about some of the traditional certifications is you're just memorizing for the answers. So somebody at the top of the mountain, they may not know every single answer off the top of, my, of their head, you know, but they know enough to be the quarterback to be like, all right, we need to do this over here. I need to pull in these resources from over here. And uh, it is not easy, but uh, someone like that, that, you know, continue to look forward, open-minded. Um, the last thing that I'll say is, you know, somebody at the top of the, the mountain should be pulling others up to the top with them. So mentorship is huge in, in that regard as well. I'm so glad to hear you say that. And uh, I, I want to dig in a little bit um, to one of the points you made, Mike. The ICCA that, that INE recently released is not particularly designed for people who are at the summit, right? Um, it's designed for people who are a little bit, you know, a little bit lower on the mountain, um, you know, still building their skill sets and the, some of that basic knowledge. Can you go into some of the content roadmap um, for what INE has planned for people who are nearing that summit or who are already there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited about that because imagine, you know, layers stacked on top of the ICCA, you know, the ICCA being the bottom of the mountain. Um, right now, we're currently working on a multi-cloud engineer path that would be comprised of, you know, I don't know, 10 or 11 courses or something like that. Uh, but within those courses, imagine beginner, intermediate, and advanced level labs, right? Which would also mimic projects that you would see in the real world. 
that's what we're currently working on right now. And as we build these paths, you know, we're just going to stack on top. So multi-cloud engineers next. Beyond that would be, you know, cloud architect. Above that, DevOps potentially. Um, you know, we see DevOps and architect is an advanced layer, very different than each other. Um, but anyways, we, we're stacking those layers of certifications on top. Um, and then, you know, along the way, inside those paths, there is vendor specific stuff. So if you wanted to focus on AWS or Azure only, we have the content for that. But what we're building is up to the multi-cloud solutions in engineering, architecture, DevOps, and even more as we go forward. Uh, so we have a lot to build, but I think, like we've said, the fun part of this, both for us building it and for everybody else consuming it, is that it's extremely real world. It's hands-on. So that's what's on the roadmap. I can go deeper into that, but that's kind of the, the high-level idea. You know, follow the same pattern as ICCA, which, by the way, I keep seeing social shares on that. <laughs> people are excited about that, and I've seen people taking the exam. So, you know, just imagine that times a 1,000. You know, that's where we're headed. Yeah, that's very exciting to see. Uh, Scott, I know that um, I know you see the the uh, posts on LinkedIn and other areas coming in. People excited about passing the ICCA. Um, you know, do you want do you want to weigh in on that? Just in terms of where, you know, company wide direction, where we're headed in terms of of catering to those people who are at or near the summit. Yeah, I, you know, again, I think people who are at or near the summit, it, I would say Mike is uh, Mike is spot on. It's about making sure that they continue to have the ability to execute without needing the uh, the script, so to speak, that they're able to understand the cloud platforms well enough to be able to do their work, choose the uh, choose the correct uh, the correct paradigm, and then ultimately move forward with the projects that are on their plate, the optimizations, that type of thing. You know, I think with the lab platform that we've built, um, and I'm really excited to see the release of these new courses with these project-based labs. I think they're going to be not just super uh, super informative from a learning perspective, but uh, you know, having seen some of the thought process going behind them, they're going to be a lot of fun, which is uh, which is really exciting to me. Uh, we have the ability to create exceptionally complicated labs all the way through the multi-cloud and the hybrid cloud. I think as experts are really trying to think about how to uh, tie the various pieces of infrastructure within their organization together, whether it's uh, different cloud environments, whether it's getting on-prem uh, environments to talk properly to the cloud environments, the fact that our infrastructure is able to support these really complicated use cases, and therefore, projects unlike others that you're seeing within uh with other training uh companies i think it's going to be a fantastic challenge for people who are coming in uh have a lot of experience and are ultimately looking to learn what the next uh what the next great challenge is going to be and to have the uh the technology right in front of them to be able to to see it to be able to test it and not have to worry about producing uh doing this on your own equipment which i think is uh can be scary for a lot of organizations as they're trying to make these transitions. So regardless of where you are on the mountain, whether you're driving, hiking, you're at the the, the top so-called the summit, um, it is absolutely critical, whether it's a, a person, a professional, a business, um, that you're able to scale your skills, right? Can you break that down, Scott, and how important that is and how how you can do that? 100%. Yeah, we're, we're building this so that, you know, if you are an individual, regardless of where you are um, on your uh, on your cloud journey and your cloud career, or you're an organization, our goal over the next, you know, next 
12 to 24 months is to build a content library that will allow you to basically be able to move in the direction that your organization is moving or to help you choose what direction your organization should be moving in. So on the individual front, we are going to release certifications. Those certifications are going to be tied to various careers within the cloud, uh, within the cloud ecosystem. For the business side, our goal is to ensure that you have the content necessary to be able to teach your organization the critical skills necessary for you to complete the projects that are on your cloud roadmap and also allow you to ensure that you have the right people employed to be able to complete those projects. And what I mean by that is not simply, you know, helping you make the decisions as to who to employ, but also to allow you to be able to take employees who are looking for upward mobility within your organization, bring them to the, uh, bring them to the, uh, the bottom of Mount Cloud and have them start their hike so they can grow with you. Because one thing that is certain about the cloud world is that there are not enough trained engineers, architects, admins, DevOps folks to be able to do this across every major corporation and every small business that wants to move into the cloud. And organizations are going to have to make that investment to train their own people. And what INE is committed to doing is to be a partner for those organizations that have employees at various levels who want and need to be in that cloud conversation. Yeah, I think that, I think that is a great point, Scott. I want to get to a question from Shahed Khan. Um, and this, I think, Mike, you can probably take this and draw a, a a useful distinction here. Shahed asks, hi everyone, will this cloud platform training be vendor neutral? We've talked a lot about multi-cloud, we've talked a lot about the different cloud providers. Is it is it vendor neutral? No, it won't be vendor neutral. There will be concepts that are vendor neutral, but the content will always pen to a certain provider. So, you know, imagine a course on infrastructure as code we'll frame up the idea, the concept of infrastructure as code, and you'll be working on projects that would uh, map to Azure, AWS, Google, things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, I mean, it, there's theory at the agnostic kind of vendor neutral level, but very tactical hands-on for whatever platform you need, you know? So it's a mix, it's a combination, but it's not, I would, I would say it's not a heavy focus on vendor neutral. So it's very specific once you get into the, the de details of doing the labs and things like that. Can you explain the strategy behind that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the biggest challenge that I see of trying to, you know, hit every single cloud is just creating a lot of content for people to move through, um, you know, hundreds of hours of videos, it's enough to put anybody to sleep, right? So I want to be able to make content that is relevant, that you can take some theory and apply it in multiple cloud platforms. And like I said, you know, we want to be able to reduce the amount of hours that you need to do that because let's face it, everybody, you know, is struggling to learn something new in this ecosystem. So the idea is that you will learn from beginner all the way up to, you know, an expert level, these concepts across multiple clouds. So that's kind of the idea instead of like having to make you go through a path for Azure, then go through AWS, you know, that's the idea. <clears throat> That makes sense. I just wanted to kind of give give a little bit more context around that question and, and around the answer to it and why specifically, you know, this is the path um, that we're pursuing yeah. and why we think it, it, it is the best path. Yeah. One of the things I saw go by yesterday, Microsoft just released a multi-cloud management um, 
service, basically, where they're going to be helping people do permissions and things like that across AWS and GCP. So the multi-cloud conversation isn't going anywhere. It's only going to get louder. <laughs> so you know, we got to think about how do we build content for that? Because that's going to happen to everybody that works in IT that's focused on cloud. There's going to be a time where you know, you're really good with something in Azure, and here comes AWS into the project because of whatever requirements there are. That's just a reality. So, you know, we need to be able to to do multiple cloud style content in a way that gets everybody to the top of the mountain as fast as possible without sacrificing on quality. Yeah. And I feel like and I just like to know everything. <laughs> but I think that's what I love about the way that we're doing this is that we're starting at the conceptual layer and then we're teaching it across the various cloud platforms. So it's not it's not as if, as Mike said, you have to learn everything about AWS and then learn everything about Azure. You're able to go in, I need to do this type of concept. I need to work with uh, this type of product within a cloud platform. Here's how you do it with, uh, here's how you do it with Data Factory. Here's how you do it with Glue. It's not, it's not gonna necessarily be, um, you know, here's all of the AWS content, learn it. Here's all the Microsoft content, learn it, which I think is a major advantage in this increasingly multi-cloud world. Uh, I'm just reading through some of the some of the comments right now. Um, I love this one coming in from our friend Bob. Bob wouldn't want to challenge Mount Cloud in sneakers instead of hiking boots. Thanks for creating the base camp, and I think that's such a good analogy um, to go along with this. You know, you you do need to you do need to have the right equipment, right? When you're hiking a mountain, you need to have the right gear. Same when you're pursuing a, a career. You know, you, you need to arm yourself with with the right gear and have the right tools and uh and certainly INE is and ongoing training mike is one of those tools it really is and um you know just like when people hike up mount what is that one mount um geez i just i had it on the top of my head you know that one where they do like the you know they hike all the way to the top it's like thirty thousand feet i don't know why I'm, it's escaping me but anyways that's Everest, you know, Kilimanjaro. Everest. thank you Everest. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like you're not going to hike Everest in one weekend, right? Or on a Saturday. It's like you got to pace yourself and be, take breaks on the way to the top. And you need help, right? You need to drink some water along the way. Like, so all those metaphors are really accurate. You know, this is a journey. This is a you know, long play. That's not a bad thing. Everybody's going to be learning consistently going forward anyways. So um, let go of like that and then just get in the game, you know, start hiking up the mountain. That's what I would say. And we've got everything primed and ready for you. And we're going to be building as you're hiking. So, I mean, some of the stuff that we've got planned, you know, going back to what Scott was saying, of making sure that you can go through real projects that hit different difficulty levels, that's really going to light up some insanely cool scenarios, you know, because you could take those labs that you're doing and put, you know, some of the stuff that we're showing you to do in your own GitHub, you know, so as a practitioner, you've got some not only hands-on experience, you've got something that shows... You know, you've done it in the real world you get a certification as well, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this. Yeah. And 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 just to to add to what you said, you know, just start going, just start hiking. Um, you know, we're going to be building stuff, but we're also going to be there with you through channels like INE Live, where we can take your questions. You know, you, you have direct access. That's why we do things like this so that you as a student, as a client, can have direct access to the people who are building this content and give give them feedback. You know, ask them direct questions. Um, so that's that's one of the things. You know, you're you're not doing this alone. We're hiking right along with you. 
Um, and and Mike, to your point, we're kind of pulling the pulling you up, you know, with us. Um, before we wrap this up, uh, really quickly, I just want to go to go to both of you and ask if there's anything else that you want to add, anything that that is important, particularly surrounding this sort of this hike metaphor um, as people are are getting started in their cloud careers and, um, you know, all the way through through the summit and the peak. Scott, let's start with you. I think cloud is one of the coolest uh, career uh, opportunities right now uh, in tech. And what I would just say is, you know, it's it's time to learn. Um, you know, we have a fantastic content library that's getting better by the day. Uh, the ICCA is out and you can join a number of uh, really awesome peers who have already finished the content and have been certified in the ICCA. So I, I think it's there's no better time to start your uh, your cloud journey wherever you are on, the, on Mount Cloud uh, than right now. And I would jump in and uh, sign up for INE and start working through the ICCA content right now if you're at the beginner level and you want to learn more. Awesome. Fantastic. And tag us on social when you pass that. We want to celebrate right along with you. Mike, any Definitely. last thoughts before we wrap it up? Yeah. So last thoughts, I would just underline what you just said a minute ago, Catherine, of being able to engage with everybody. Um, you know, to tack on to what Scott said, you know, the boot camps that we do, like the one that's going on this week for GitHub, it's a really cool way to get in there and not only meet the instructors and ask questions, but also to make friends. You know, coming to these INE live streams, uh, engaging with the other students that are in a boot camp, it's a great way to like have like minded people around you that are trying to do the same thing that you're doing. I think that that's really underestimated. Um, I know when we used to do live trainings, we'd always like team people up and stuff, but that's very effective. So as a learner and somebody, you know, ramping up, you know, expand your social network a little bit, come to a boot camp, join these live streams and share what you're learning, ask questions. And uh, yeah, just keep following along with what we're doing. And just as a plug before we move on, I will say like those boot camps are fantastic, um, are, fa are fantastic values. Anyone who's an INE premium subscriber get ac gets access to every boot camp that we run for free um, on the INE platform. So, you know, whether it's introduction to GitHub, uh, networking concepts, cybersecurity, deep dives, these are, you know, you have access to the instructors for three full days. You have access to a ton of peers that are at the same level as you. You can work with them on projects. You can start doing the networking. You have the opportunity to ask questions. I think it's one of the biggest values of the INE subscription. And I would encourage any of you who are interested to check out the boot camps page on our site and the platform and start signing up because we have some really amazing opportunities popping up over the next uh, next few months that we're going to be announcing uh, shortly. And uh, I would definitely encourage you guys to check them out, sign up and uh, start meeting our instructors and other people. You can always count on the chief marketing officer to bring up the value proposition, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That, that's an absolutely fantastic point, Scott, and 100% uh, and accurate. Scott, Mike, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today. Thank it's you, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Catherine. All right. See you soon. That is going to wrap up today's stream. Thank you so much for watching, for engaging, for asking awesome questions. If you missed it live, you can look for the replay across our social media channels, as well as on the INE website. We'll be live again right here next Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, March 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern to kick off Women's History Month with a special focus on female pioneers in technology, past and present, who have really helped forge a path for women in tech. It's a conversation you'll definitely uh, want to be here for. We encourage you to like and subscribe on the social media platform that you're using so you can stay in the loop for more details on our next stream and for notifications when we do go live. As always, bring your comments, your questions, your enthusiasm, and your get ready for a good time. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great week.